This is Elevating the Gentleman's Podcast. And today, it's both me, Tony, and... Nick, we're here. <laughs> we're going to talk about off-the-rack suits. And... Um, we're going to talk about our experience with off-the-rack suits. What to look for when you buy an off-the-rack suit. What people, mistakes people make. It's going to be 15 minutes real quick. Just to get you off your feet if you're buying your first suit or if you have a suit that you bought off the rack and um, you're not sure how it's going to fit or how it fits you now. Anything you'd like to add, Tony? So, yeah, these are beginner suits, right? And it's not to disparage anybody when they're, when they're buying their first suit. In fact, all of my suits or a good majority of them when I started off, they were off the rack. They're both... Yeah easy and quick to wear they don't take a lot of time and to to purchase them anyway and they're good for a quick fix so let's say you're you've been just invited to a party to somewhat semi-formal party and you're just like oh i don't have a suit or my suit's in the dry cleaner where can i go you just go straight to a shop and just grab something right so you brought up a good point where can i go so that segues right into suit supply which is in Canada and the US you can talk a little bit more about them because you have a lot of experience with them ASOS which I know we both used and we both have had success with ASOS men's warehouse I know they're in the US I'm not sure about Canada but they're all over the US and then if you're a heavier guy the XL um, <laughs> you can check them out they have suits as well and then um, I believe even places like Target, H&M, uh, Express, pretty uh, basic uh, off-the-rack suits you could get into. I don't know about any other places you add. So apart from that, like State and Liberty is another one that one can check out for off-the-rack suits. You've pretty much got the majority of the ones that... Oh yeah, and John Henrik... That's a yep. that's another one. That's that's a great place to get off the rack suits, uh, on online. In fact, and uh, those are those are the ones that come to mind. But that but now let's delve into the into like okay so let's talk about our experiences with each each places. I haven't been to Macy's. You you have been. Yep. So let's talk about that first. Yeah. So Macy's big box retailer. Um, basically what you have in one store will be in every store so a lot of their suits off the rack you can um, pick the jacket size as well as the pant size so they're not sold as a pair which can be good if you have slightly un uneven or odd proportions like myself um, so as well, when it comes to style, it's pretty, pretty basic, I would say. Like, there's nothing really flamboyant. There's no 
basically everything that the style that they sell is usually what's in style right now. So um, I'm sure in a later podcast we could talk about jacket styles, like when it comes to lapels. So a lot of the lapels, basically all of them are notched lapels. There's they, in my experience, I haven't seen any Macy's with any offering any off the rack suits with a peak lapel, which is kind of something unusual or rare, I guess you would see now. So they tend to follow like what's in for style. Mm-hmm. So that can be, you know, a good and a bad thing. If you want to stand out and find something different, that might not be the place to go. But if you want something just kind of entry level or to get in and maybe not be as flashy or different, then that could be a good place to go. They run crazy sales. So they'll have a $400, $500 suit that could be on sale for like, you know, you could be in them for like 200 300 so what would you say like is the pros and the cons of like getting something getting something from uh macy's in general yeah so anything ordered online you can return it in the store um they have a huge size run which is good they usually have a huge size run in person and then also online so if they don't have it in the store you could just grab it online or they usually Usually some of the sales staff can just order it for you if you're not in a rush. So that's a huge benefit. Um, and then they have a pretty good selection of colors. I mean, from charcoal, grays, blues. I've seen right now with the summer coming, like a bunch of light blues. I know we've kind of bounced some ideas off each other. Uh, some, yeah, some plaids, light grays. Basically, they cover all the, all the, all the basic colors you would need for any function, really. So my other question about that is like, how about fit? Like, what about the what about the fit to your to your suit? Does Macy's have like, for example, let's say let's say that I'm a thin thin person. Sometimes certain suits don't fit me, right? What about that? Does does Macy's offer something for all types of sizes, or is it just for a generic fit? Yeah, I think from my experience, I've seen slim fit, classic fit. Um, I think that pretty much covers the basis. If you're, if you don't, if classic fit wouldn't work, you'd have to go somewhere else, like a men's warehouse or a PXL. And then, uh, I mean, that kind of brings us right into ASOS. If you have, if you're, if you're very slim, you know, they offer the super slim or skinny. I'm, I'm not sure what they, I don't remember what they call it. So, uh, so with ASOS. So, yeah. Yeah, with ASOS, I can I can talk more about that. So ASOS is a great place to get suits uh, off the rack, and they normally have a little more give in terms of fit. So for example, it will start from ranges, let's say your chest size from 32 to about maybe 46, 48. But yeah, then after... That. Sorry? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. 46, yeah. Exactly. And then they can go into more of the huskier size, but that depends, right? It depends on the suit itself. Sometimes you have to go into their, I suppose it's their huskier version. I forget, I forget the exact, the exact name, but that's, that's kind of like where they would delve into if you want to get those suits. But once again, it's limited. 
But what I do yes. like also about it is, is that let's say that you do fit, you're part of actually that fit, then you can kind of choose, oh, do you want a length that's long? Do you want a length that's short, regular? And then from there, it kind of like gives you a little more options. And this is the same thing with, this, with the pants and as well as with the, with the vest. Now, the cons about that is you need to be damn sure about what type of suit you're gonna get and what's your size, right? So this is where the tape measure, and we could talk about that a bit later, but yeah. you need to be aware of what you're gonna get before you order it, because once you get that, if it ends up being small on you, then you know that's kind of your fault in a sense. So yeah. a little, a little bit of understanding about what you're gonna get matters there. And also, yeah. So they do have like regular pant size, and then 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 they have the skinny fit. And my experience is skinny fit. If you have like big calves, but you're like you your skinny legs. I'm telling you, that will be very uncomfortable to sit down. So you should avoid that at all costs. Uh, but yeah, that's... I mean, the, the skinny fit is like, I don't really know who, yeah, I don't really know who's wearing that because, like you said, once you get to a certain size, yeah, it's just gonna, it's gonna be skin tight. Ex exactly. So that's why, that's why with ASOS, Great place, uh, amazing colors, amazing jackets, and don't don't think it's just about suits. Like, let's say this jacket that I got, the lining really nice. It's all from yeah. ASOS, right? So this makes this makes your your choice better. And this this is another thing. Often people think that you have to get everything bespoke, yet you really don't. It, this is this is the important thing about individuals. Really, people that are just getting into the idea of buying suits. For me, it was just ASOS. I just went to ASOS at first, got my jackets, got my suits, and people were like, "Whoa, where did you get that made?" And it was just like, "Well, it was it was online." And you know, they're just like, "Man, that is that looks so expensive." But one thing, just to wrap around with the cons of ASOS, is that their quality. It really depends. Sometimes they have tweed which is great. Sometimes they have cotton, which is great. But then a lot of it is also polyester. And we can talk right. about the materials a bit later, but that's kind of like my understanding of ASOS. Now, I do have a question for you, Nick. What about like men's warehouse? Because this is not known in, in Canada. Yeah, I don't, I can't really say much from my own personal, personal experience with men's warehouse. But I just know that they're uh, they advertise pretty heavily in the states, and again, they have a lot of classic suits, suit styles, and I know I believe you can rent from them as well. So they are they rent, and then they also sell. And then I, I don't have any experience with DXL. I just remember that we had discussed it uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, looking for other vendors, and um, so I don't have any experience with that. I would say that all the suppliers, though, maybe if you want to just touch on suit supply, because you have a pretty good experience with them, but basically all the suppliers we named for the most part, at least all the ones I named, you can get suits for under $1,000, and most of them are even like $500. So if you need 
if you want three suits for the summer or you want a suit without having a lot of uh maybe you know i would say there's a there you have to get comfortable kind of wearing a suit so you know with a small investment you can get started with something um and you know we'll talk about in a little bit that fits you well or you can at least get it to fit you well and then get comfortable in it so maybe just give a couple remarks on suit supply because i think suit supply is probably one of the best suppliers that we that we brought up and then we'll move it to the second um the second topic we wanted to talk about right so yeah i would say suit supply amazing place to get suits off the rack made to measure and also yeah so made to measure and also um made to order kind of kind of thing so the thing is is that with suit supply you have a variety of let's say materials they do go with a lot of linen a lot of cotton and a lot of wool so you're not you're not stuck with the synthetic material which i was uh alluding to earlier on so one thing that I will say is <clears throat> with suit supply, if they're within within your range, within the within your city, then go there. They will measure you up. <clears throat> they will tailor it based on what you want. And normally the people there, the staff there, very excellent in service. They know what they're talking about. They can guide you. They can give you ideas. Now, what I would say is for, let's say, the off the rack, it really depends on the body size. For me, for example, it was quick. I had to just go there, they checked me out, they were like, we have your size for this double-breasted jacket, charcoal jacket, and they just did the alterations. I was lucky enough or fortunate enough with the with the contacts that I have there that they got it done within two, two three days, and then it was bam, it was done for me. Now, in terms of price, Canadian dollars, I would say for all the alterations, the suit itself, which was a two-piece, so just double-breasted with the with the pants, and the options that I've added, it came up to, and with the ties actually, it came up to a thousand four hundred with tax, and I think that that's a really good deal when you're when you're thinking about that, right? Yep. So, I would say suit supply as a vendor for clothes in general, uh, in in terms of even getting shirts. We should really also talk about shirts, but that could be on another another on another talk. But I would say yep. great, great place to get that. Yep. Alright. So I guess we could talk so you got a couple of places to go. Yeah. Alright, we gave you a list. What so, would you do when you get there? What would you do before? So what do you do when you're there? Yeah, so that's important. What to do? What to do before before you go and buy your suit? How do you buy it? Great. So, start measuring yourself, which is something that I alluded to earlier. Get yourself one of these soft tape measures, and start like measuring yourself. You can go. You can go and check this out online. You could just be like Taylor's measure or body measure, and it'll tell you where to measure yourself. So it's just under your chest. And then you can go and measure your your sleeves, and go from your shoulder to your to basically where the breaking point of your l uh, of your wrist is. So that's so that's one thing that gives you an idea, 
and then from there you can go on to your pants so you would go from your waist waist downwards to the the seams of your leg and then that'll give you a general idea now this usually works if you're going to buy it online if you go to somewhere like suit supply they'll measure measure it for you so that makes things easier but like let's say you go to a shop like state liberty they may not have those those options in my in my case when i went to the states just last week they did but it's it's really a hit or miss um but yeah i would say when you're going to shop you do that another thing that i would say is and maybe nick can go 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 and follow up on this is the appropriate clothes yep so building off what anthony said the measurements are really important if you're going to order online from asos or something but at least at a minimum i would recommend you do you measure your waist size and your chest and then your inseam so you can look up diagrams online for it just just google what anthony said tailor measurements just you just need a ballpark because your actual waist is different than your hips for example so let's just stick with the chest because that could save you time when you're pulling it when you're trying to pull a jacket off the rack so you get to the store before you even go i would just wear a button up a button down shirt that you know fits um and fits the way it's supposed to and then i would also bring the dress shoes you're going to wear with the majority or the majority of the time you're going to wear with this suit so if this is a linen suit maybe or a cotton a light cotton suit you're going to wear in the summer and you're going to wear suede loafers or leather loafers without socks or something <laughs> wear those or if you're going to wear monk strap shoes this is going to be like a winter suit like a tweed suit bring those um i bring the socks i'm going to wear i bring the if you're going to wear a belt bring the belt you're going to wear um and then basically when you get to so i'll just give you some some tips that i use when i'm there you know buying off the rack suit so something that i would do you know i'm dressed with 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 everything i'm going to wear i'm at the store I'll pull a jacket off the rack. My size is like a 44L. It could be a 44R, depending on the make of the jacket. A good test to do is just to drop your arms by your side, let the sleeves, you know, hang down. You have the jacket on. And if you can curl your hand like this and grab the bottom of the jacket, that's like a quick um, instant way to tell if the length is, you know, somewhat in the ballpark. So... I guess that would be my tip for sizing a jacket. And then when it comes to pants, what I ask people is how, how do you want to wear the pants? So I like to wear my pants, I guess, high-waisted, so closer to my navel or slightly under my belly button. And I like to show a little bit of sock if, or like a, lot of, a little bit of skin if I'm going to wear loafers. And if I'm going to wear, if it's like a winter suit, like a tweed suit, I'll have it so I, so the break, which we can talk about in another episode if we want to get into specific verbiage and, and language, but basically how the pants rest on the shoe. So if I want to, so sticking with that example, if I want to wear a monk strap shoe or a wingtip, and I want the break to be right on the top of the shoe, maybe I will get pants that are slightly longer, and then they will get altered, which 
which we can talk about, you know, which is the third segment we'll talk about for these off the rack suits, which really dials in the suit. So those are two things that I would, that I do when I'm in person, I test the length of the jacket, but the test I talked about clenching the bottom of the, uh, the coat or basically where your knuckle is, your thumb knuckle, the jacket hanging should be right about your thumb knuckle. And then pant length. Yeah. The waist, I usually have it a little bit bigger. My sizing is weird because my thighs and my glutes are disproportionately large compared to my waist. So I have to oversize my waist and then I have to get them taken in. But just in generally speaking, so if you're going to wear the pants without a belt, you know, you want to, you want to wear the pants at the, either on your hips or up at your waist. You want them to stay there. And then you want to make sure the length is somewhat in the ballpark of where you want them to lay on your shoe, preferably a little bit past where you want it to lay. That way you can have it taken up or hemmed. And then I'll let Anthony speak to any other tips he uses to fit a suit off the rack. And then we can discuss, I think that segues right into what to do once you buy the suit. So what, what would Anthony do when he's, what does Anthony do when he's in the store? So normally when I, when I go to the store, I do wear a suit in general going inside just because first of all, you gotta, you gotta be able to understand that if you know what you're going to talk about, then it makes things easier with the, the tailor slash the dealer of the shop. Usually when you go to suit, suit supply with that, it makes it easier for them because they understand your language. You both understand the language. So you can go inside the store, you can wear your suit and you can be like, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. And they'll be like, yeah, okay, we can help you out with that. One thing that I normally do when I go to a suit store is that I wear, I wear the suit. I wear the, the certain, let's say length that I'm looking for. And I point it out to them and they're like, okay, sure. Like they may not ask you for the, the the sizing of it but if you're if you're able to give them a general idea of hey this is what i'm looking for and stuff that makes things easier the other thing is that no i think i think that that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it when i when i go to the store i already know what i want i ask them specifically the material okay and also michael over here mentions yeah make sure to be measured beforehand yep that's that's what we were that's what we were pretty much talking about right is to make sure that you're measured ahead of time and then that makes things that makes things way easier with the with the person that you're talking to uh especially the tailor so yeah that's that's pretty much it on on our end with this one we can start moving to the third point which is yeah what to do at the tailor yeah so i'll just share some some basic things i I recommend people when I meet people that have bought a suit off the rack. Um, like we talked about, it depends on how you want the suit to fit and how. So for the pants example, if you're going to wear your pants high waisted, like just below the navel, and you're wearing, uh, you plan to wear loafers with the sh- with the, the suit for the summer, whether it's linen or cotton. When you go to the tailor, a lot of times, from what I've seen people will go to tailors or I've been to tailors and, and they're, they've asked me like, Oh, what do you want done? And it's like, when you're just starting out, usually 
people are like, I, I have no idea. That's why I'm. That's why I'm going to you. So, Anthony, what would be something that you would get done to your pants? Say, you know, you bought a pair of pants off the rack. Now, what would you ask the tailor to do when you're there? So when I go, when I go, and this is a great question. When I go to the tailor and I want something done for my pants, first thing, first thing I ask myself is. What type of pants are these? Are these the type of pants that I would like to put suspenders on them if they haven't been added those those buttons? And speaking of which, you could, you have the option to ask your tailor to add those things. The next thing that I would ask myself is, do these do these pants fit me? Meaning like the waist waist size and then also like are are the are the seams like fitting or are they too like are they too loose or too uh, like baggy so those are two things the other thing is the length is it is it breaking past my my shoe do i want to lift it up a bit more those are normally the three things that i that i go for and the tailor will often do that for me some tailors i've noticed and i did bring a friend once to to the shop they didn't they didn't work on these things and i and i noticed straight away when talking to them that they didn't know they knew what they were talking about but they also were apathetic so unless you knew what you were talking about they'll help you but otherwise they won't say much so this Crazy. also yeah this this depends this depends on the tailor you're going to talk about some tailors they do care about what you're wearing so they'll they'll help you out and others yeah. not so much you have to engage you can with tell. Them. yeah you could tell usually they'll be pretty uh enthusiastic the one this one woman i worked with she was all about it and she did a killer job um i guess kind of building up what you were going to say so about pants so uh, some good things to get tailored would be the the length the hem of the pants how they break on the shoe if so for me i get my pants oversized and then i have the waist taken in because i don't like to wear a belt especially on the three-piece suit or a two-piece suit no belt so i get the waist taken in um, and wear the pants high-waisted and then sometimes if because I have to get an oversized pair of pants, I'll get them tapered to kind of keep the look like a slim look, which is what I like. And what it looks good being someone who's in shape. Um, I don't want to, you know, look like I'm wearing like a trash bag, like the back of my pants, just like waving in the wind. So you can get the, the pants taken in, the waist taken in, you can get the legs or part of the the legs hemmed especially at the bottom at the bottom if the opening is very big but there's a lot of extra material around the ankles and the calves they could taper that and then hem the length depending on how you want to how you want to break on the shoe and then just some basic stuff i guess for off the rack for the rest of the suit if you get a three-piece suit usually they can take in the back of the vest to make it fit a little bit more snug they've done that for me Again, my waist is kind of narrow compared to my chest, so my vests have been oversized, and once they take the back in, it's great. It, like, hugs me. feels great. And then the jacket, I haven't really, you know, I know it's very cumbersome to do a lot of modifications to jackets, but a simple one would be, if it's a classic fit, maybe, 
and it's a little bit big because maybe your shoulders are broad or your chest is broad. You know, it can bring in, bring it in a little bit on the side so they can change the position of the buttons. So when you button it, it can fit a little bit, a little bit more snug. Um, I think that's a pretty basic outline for what you could do with an off the rack suit. It would make a big difference. Any other points that you, you would add for fit on an off the rack suit or, or something you've done? So, I would I would also say to be in caution, like be cautious while while doing this, because some suits they may just not fit you. Like after you've done some modifications, they may look a bit off. Like let's say your shoulder size. So there's only so much a tailor can can do in terms of alter uh, alter uh, altering your clothes, right? So once they've once they've let's say fixed up like the sides they can do that but just be careful with like you know your shoulders and whatnot right because if it ends up being that they've altered your your sides and your shoulders are way too way too fat let's say or the the padding is way too fat then it's going to just end up looking so off and then you're just like what the heck it's it's just gonna look fake, right? It's gonna look it's it's not gonna look great. So this is one of the issues about let's say when you're when you're wearing like a off the rack suit, you gotta be careful that the shoulders are actually to your size because if not, they're gonna look like you just borrowed the suit from your father, and then that's just gonna make you look like one of those high school kids. And I'm telling you, this is a true story. I wore my dad's suit when I when I went to high school. And it didn't look bad then. Now when I look at my pictures, I, I feel like burning them, but I keep them. I keep them. So I put them I put them like on a side just to remind myself, geez, what the heck did I do? Also the the, the dreaded X. If the suit's too fucking small, you can't oh, fix that. Yeah. You see so many people with the with the X when they button their suit. You know. Yeah. You just you're because you're pulling on the jacket, so it looks like shit. There's nothing really you could do. It's just a bad fit. You just took the wrong size. I mean, and even if you get it tailored, you could get the, you know, it could still, I mean, you could get everything else to fit well, but if the jacket looks like shit. So, so. the one thing a tailor will often tell me is it's better sizing in than sizing out, right? So. Yeah, that's for, that's for every piece of clothing. Exactly. We'll just we'll just make that as a blanket yeah. rule going forward. So, so it's easier. That's a default. Yeah, sizing in than sizing out because sizing out you're limited, really. Once you once you reach a certain weight size, you cannot. The tailor cannot extend further on your jacket. They can only put maybe about two inches worth of tailor of uh sorry of fabric, but anything further than that, forget about it. It's yep. it's better so than always size, always size down everything jacket, yeah pants, vest. If 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 you're stuck between choices and you're buying off the rack, go a little bit, go a little bit bigger, always. So we'll just spend the last couple of minutes. Yeah. Talk about materials. Um, we talked. You know, you probably heard us mention a couple: linen, cotton, polyester wool tweed so we'll just go back and forth you know we're in the spring right now summer 
linens, linens, excellent, especially when you're down on the islands in the Caribbean. Cotton, like a light duty cotton, excellent. You know, if you're going out to dinner, sitting outside, spring, summer, you want to look fucking fly, have people come up and say hello to you, just wear a linen or light cotton suit. Um, and then in the winter, you can go with like a tweed or a wool. Uh, you know, last weekend, Anthony and I were wearing some nice dark colored suits in New York City, mm-hmm. kind of at the end of the season for tweed, and um, kind of at the end of the season for dark charcoal. We still look fucking gangster. We look so, like the Peaky Blinders, basically. So yeah, being in New York, so yeah. I'll let Anthony comment a little bit more uh, on appropriate wear for the summer, and then also some of the good material and the bad material, some of the materials to stay away from. So, so thanks. I'll 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 tell most of the viewers here that do not wear anything with polyester. One thing is, is that if you ever look for a suit, open it up, look for any materials. If it says polyester, viscose, elastine, do not take it. Do not take those suits. They will fry you up from the inside out, meaning that you are going to be outside and you might look sparkling good. You know, you might get a cream suit, but because it had polyester in it, you will sweat like there is no like you're on the freaking desert because what that does is itchy you'll be itchy itchy you'll get a rash you'll you'll be you'll be burning up because what that does is it absorbs it absorbs the heat that your body's trying to radiate and it's just bouncing it back it's it's like you're going through global warming but on your body right so horrible stuff absolutely horrible but i will advise that if you're gonna go out for the summer, like the the number two or the number one types of materials, as Nick was mentioning, is linen, it's cotton. The reason it's because they're woven in a breathable fashion. So all the heat will just will just wick out. So whenever you're sweating, you won't feel it. And for example, we were I was I was on a yacht the other the other week. And I got one of my friends to just grab a linen shirt. He did not sweat at all. He felt great. And that was the whole point. It's to either wear cotton or wear something that's going to breathe out just like linen. Two, two great <coughs> items for the summer. Now, don't wear them in the winter. You're going to freeze. So right. Also, just a note on the linen and the cotton is a lot of times the colors and the patterns are congruent with the time of the year. So a lot of linen will be in a light color for the most part, for the most part. But you can get like a charcoal or a gray, like on Suit Supply. I know they have a lot of Italian linen and a gray charcoal. But off the rack, most of the linen and light duty cotton for the spring, summer, light blue, uh, light gray, sand, beige, um you know, any kind of one of those colors, they get a little ridiculous too. Probably there's like a pink and a salmon. That's not, not really my speed, but. And then when you get into the winter with the tweeds, it's usually dark greens, charcoal, gray, dark blue. Well, anything else? I would say, I would say the dark colors, you can keep them in the summer, but it's just appropriate to the occasion. 
So let's say you're going to a bar like we did in New York. You can still wear dark charcoal, but it has to be at night. Or like you can wear dark colors at night. They're still good for, let's say, professional settings. You don't want to go in with a cream suit, especially at a business at a business meetup. It's although it can look tasteful, it kind of gives you this vacation feeling. So not a lot of people may appreciate it. That's why I would say wear the standard gray pinstripes or blue pinstripes, black pinstripes, whatever for a business setting. Now at night, the same thing. So in the daytime, and we're talking about this on a non-business setting, maybe let's say casual parties, lunch kind of thing. Then you can, then you can wear like, let's say a light pink, light blue, uh, cream. Those are three and even light gray. Yeah. Great colors that you can wear for the, for a summer outing. And you don't need to be limited to, let's say, those colors. There are, there are other colors, but those are the main ones that we would recommend. Um, I would say, apart from that, the last thing that I'll mention is, like, and I'll go briefly on a high level, is structured versus unstructured. So the idea behind structured versus unstructured is, is that when you get yourself a blazer or a jacket, you're going to or find or out coat. or coat. Yeah. Or coat. Those are, those are all three, three, three words of the same thing. Basically. They're, they're the same thing. Yeah. They're just mentioned differently. So you, you just have to talk to your tailor about this, but basically to say, to say a structured versus unstructured, a structured coat is something that has a lining in the back. So for example, something like this, it has a design behind it. <clears throat> now, if you have like something with synthetic, this has synthetic in here, so that means it'll keep it hot. That is still structured, but because it has a lining behind that is supposed to be silk, but it isn't, because this is polyester or I believe or viscose, because it is something like that, it's not considered great because it's a synthetic, but if you can afford it, you could get yourself a structured jacket or coat or blazer that has silk. It'll cost more, but it'll be good for, let's say, showing off or just showing the type of style that you that you run. Now, with the unstructured, that just means that there's no lining in the back. But what's great is, like, let's say for the summer, if you can't afford sil- a silk lining, then an unstructured jacket is great because that means that you can go out, it's gonna be super breathable, you won't have that sweatiness in the back, uh, on your back. Some people experience that, it varies between person to person. But let's say that you're gonna wear something unstructured and you do wear the linen, a linen shirt or a cotton shirt, then that both will help you with the breathing so when you're going outside, you're, you're, let's say, a photographer or just walking around for long periods of time will be absolutely helpful for you. So that's pretty much it on, on my end when it comes down to materials. Yeah, I think we, we basically covered some, some stuff at a high level to get you started, uh, especially with off-the-rack stuff. So if there's any last things you want to add, Anthony... This was probably longer than 15 minutes, probably like 45, probably a half hour actually now. But 
I would say, I would say in respect to like the material that we just hit, like the, the amount of content that we just gave, I think it was justified. We can shorten this up, of course. We, we will shorten this up. But I would say that this is, this is pretty much it. This is all. In the future, we'll make it shorter and we'll make sure that we keep all of y'all as entertained as possible with the, topic, the topics and the content that we have to share. But I think yeah, that that's... I think, yeah. I think from the information we gave, you could pretty much run it. You, could, you would go into a store, you'd do all right. You'd go to a tailor, you'd know what to ask from a high level get you going i mean separate you from from most people like if, if, if you're going out or at an occasion where you're going to wear a suit most most people aren't getting them tailored if they're most people are buying them off the rack first of all so you know you could get off to a good start i think with a quick uh review of this discussion absolutely so next time we'll 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 find out a new topic because it's better it's better we just keep everybody in suspense we we talked about we talked about off the rack who knows what we're going to talk about next and how long yeah, it's going to take but exactly we're we'll we'll keep you all in the loop we'll uh we'll send the message somehow whether it's an ig whether it's in twitter but the best way to get us is through those through those two main channels so mm -hmm. until then i guess we'll just sign off and we'll, yeah, we'll uh sign off. yeah we'll uh keep this for we'll keep the new topic for a new discussion next time yep all right see everybody see ya